0: The Love Life Church podcast, and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message How are you guys doing on day 24? Come on! We're on day 24 of our 40 days of preparation, right? 40 days of preparation. Some of us are barely in day 25 of January and all hell's already broke loose, right? But thank God we are in 40 days of preparation because God's preparing us for greater. God's preparing us for so much more. How many of y'all believe in God for so much more in 2023? Then we gotta trust Him as He's preparing us for that greater. We gotta be relentless in Him, relentless with prioritizing Him first, relentless with seeking truth, seeking wisdom, seeking His way of doing things. Right? That's that's how it goes. We're learning. We're continuing to learn. We're being teachable. We're staying humble. How many of y'all know life is uh, life makes you humble, right? <laughs> Life keeps you humble because life happens, but it's the get up, right? And the only way that you can get up and recover is to keep your eyes on Jesus, to stay focused on him, stay focused on his word, stay focused on his relentless love for you, his relentless love for you. Come on, fam, let's go. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 16, 13, be on guard. Look at your neighbor and say, be on guard. Let's go. Come on. be on guard. somebody just hit your neighbor. I saw that. Be on guard. <laughs> if you were on guard, you would have knew that was coming, right? Be on guard. Be on guard be relentless, stand firm in your faith, in God, respecting his precepts and keeping your doctrine sound. This is why it is so important that we come to church, that we keep our doctrine sound, that we're not over here tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, by every YouTuber, by every scare that comes going on, by every, you know, financial crisis and government failure and all these things. No, we're not looking to the world system, the world way of doing things we keep our eyes on Jesus and his word and we keep in our doctrine sound act like mature men and women how many of you know we could just break down this scripture and we could get a word how many are ready to act like mature men and women this year come on this is our year of breaking up with our childish ways this is our year of breaking up with our childish fits right because some of us girls we think that we think being you know throwing a temper tantrum is cute And it's cute until it's not, right? And everybody said, amen. No, not me. (laughs) The guy said, amen. (laughs) Be courageous. Be strong. Let everything you do be done in love, motivated and inspired by God's love for us. Come on, God's relentless love towards us makes us unstoppable. It's God's relentless love towards us, come on, that makes us fearless. Perfect love cast out fear. It's God's relentless love for us. Come on. He sent Jesus, which makes us victorious. We got to keep our eyes on his relentless love. And that makes us unstoppable. That makes us Fearless, that makes us victorious. How many already that you will never be afraid of anything? Right? We should live lives so secure in confidence, in assurance, in God's great love. It's His wisdom, it's His love, it's His truth that sets us free. Amen. Right? God is love. And he has poured out his love into our hearts by way of the Holy Spirit. God is love and he's given us his love. He's poured his love into our hearts by way of the Holy Spirit. It's God's gift to us. How many are ready to unwrap your gift, dive into your gift, understand your gift, personally come to know your gift? Your gift is love. God has empowered you with the Holy Spirit, with love, and this is why we got to Find, discover, come to know who we are and who's in us and what belongs to us. And when we discover what love is, then we can conquer all because love never fails. Love never fails, right? God gave us his love when he gave us the Holy Spirit. It's time for us to grasp this, understand this, know this, and be secure in his relentless love towards us. How many are ready to be secure? Let me tell you, there is a confidence that comes with unconditional love. There is a confidence that comes that no matter what you do, no matter what you say, no matter how far you run, no matter what happens in this life, that God loves you unconditionally. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. It doesn't matter what has happened to you. It doesn't matter who has forsaken you, your parents, this, that, the school, whatever. It doesn't matter that, that boyfriend and that, and they did this and they marked me. No, God will never leave you. His love is more than enough for you. We got to look to him. We got to look to Jesus. God is love, and he's poured his love in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Paul said in Romans 5.1, Therefore, since we have been justified, that is acquitted of sin, declared blameless before God. We are blameless before God by faith. Let us grasp the fact that we have peace with God. Do you know when you have peace with God, you have nothing to fear. You have peace with God and the joy of reconciliation with him through our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the anointed. Through him, we also have access by faith. How many are ready to unlock? Come on. You've got access by faith, the remarkable state of grace, which... We firmly and safely and securely. Anybody not standing firm? Anybody insecure in a situation? We need to look to love. We need to unlock that door. We need to unlock that truth. We need to unlock God's word so that we can be secure, so that we can be confident, so that we can walk in that assurance, so that we can stand firmly. Let us rejoice in our hope and the confident assurance of experiencing and enjoying the glory of our great God. We sing of his glory, glory, or we're singing about the glory. What does that mean? His manifested power, his manifested excellence. How many of y'all need God's power in your life? Come on, how many of y'all need him? Let me tell you, if you don't know, you need him. Look at your neighbor and say, if you didn't know, I'm not sure, but you need him. I need God every moment of my life. His power, his presence, come on. That's what his glory, let's go. His excellence, right? That's what we need. That's what we have. That's what we're going to be unlocking. And not only this, not only just that, like I love the word, but with joy, Let us exalt in our sufferings with joy. Come on, how are you ready to unlock a confetti bomb? Boom, with joy when you're suffering. I want confetti bombs every day of my life. I want a confetti bomb because I woke up. I want a confetti bomb because I made it here. I want it like, yes. This morning I walked in and I was like, boys, give me some good news. And I have the confetti bomb right there. They're like, who's cleaning that up? And we all said, not I. (laughs) <laughs> Matt's like, are you going to bring it out for service? Or Daniel, one of them said that. I'm like, oh, I want to. you just at Walmart. It's so fun. I just want one all the time. Anyways, whatever. Why? Because let's rejoice in suffering. Let that, that's, what does the word say? Come on. Let us exalt in our suffering and rejoice in our hardships, knowing that hardships, distress, pressure, trouble, produces Patient endurance, an endurance proven character. How many of you ever ran before? Don't raise your hands because I know it's going to be few. <laughs> right? You're running and you're like, <sighs> and it wasn't far, right? But then you start training. And you start hitting some endurance. And then you start going, and then you pass endurance and you hit euphoria. You're like, whoa, I can run, I can run. One time I ran five miles, I was like, I won't stop, can't stop, never stop. Like, it was like an adrenaline rush, right? How many are ready to hit that kind of endorphins? How many are ready to hit that kind of endurance, right? In your sufferings, (laughs) right? We forgot about that part. Because it produces patience, endurance. And endurance, you ready for this? Proven character. Because it's not until your cup is bumped that you truly know what's inside of you. It's not until that doctor reports, that text message, that whatever comes through, that email, that let off, that whatever, that ginormous invoice, that debt, that whatever comes knocking. Boom, 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 boom. And then what was really in you comes out. Like, okay, we need to clean up this mess. Okay, we need to stop spending. Okay, we anybody? We need to find a new job and pick ourselves up. Okay, we need to check what we keep putting in our mouth. Okay. Reality checks, right? Right? Endurance and endurance, proven character, spiritual maturity. And you know what? Proven character? hope and confident assurance of eternal salvation such hope in God's promises never look at your name and say never never disappoint us because God's love has been abundantly poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. God's relentless love towards us makes us unstoppable, makes us fearless, makes us victorious, makes us Confident makes us secure, makes us resilient. No matter what comes our way, we become resilient in the storm because we look to Jesus and what Jesus did when it looks like they're dying and when the disciples are in there and the, the water is flowing up and, and sinking you. Imagine you're in a boat and the water sinking you. And what did Jesus do? He had his pillow, his little leather pillow, his little sailor's pillow, He's cuddled up in there. He's thinking about the word. He's thinking about the father. He's meditating on what God's called him to do. He's meditating on God already said that we get into the other side. He's meditating. He's resting. He has confidence. He's got that insurance and insurance. He's got it all. And instead, the disciples are like, the disciples rebuke him. We're gonna die. Imagine, rebuke him. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what we should do? And here we are, we have the word. We're in the middle of the storm. We feel like we we feel like we're dying, and we rebuke God. Don't you care? He's, I've already given you the word, I've given you the victory. Keep your eyes up, keep your eyes up. Rest in me, rest in the promises that you have, that they never disappoint. His promises never disappoint us, right? And this is how we can boldly be relentless. How many of you are ready to be boldly relentless? I was telling the youth when I was talking to them. I'm like, what, what's your definition of relentless? They're like, uh, you tell us. I'm like, no, you tell me. What's your definition of relentless? And I was like, my definition is ruthless. How many are ready to get ruthless about God's promises? How many are ready to get ruthless about who you are in Christ? How many are ready to get ruthless? When Pastor Dan was talking on Sunday, and he said that that God leans in. God leans in. He hears you when you speak the word. Do you know how important it is for us to speak our I am's? God's leaning in to hear you. He's leaning in to connect with you. He's leaning in, right? When you're speaking, his promises over your finances. He's leaning in to hear you. When you're speaking, his word over your finances. He's leaning in to hear you. Over your healing, over your health. He's leaning in to hear hear you. Over restoration, healing of the brokenhearted. He's leaning in to hear you. He's leaning in to hear you. We got to speak the word. We got to get ruthless with the word. Right? And we got to get ruthless with our words. Be careful what you're speaking. Be careful. There's life and death are in the power of the tongue. Watch yourself and watch your mouth, right? All of us. Yeah, you heard that. I heard that. I hear you, Lord. (laughs) Come on, walk it like a target. Hey, we got to do this, right? This is how we can be bold, we can be relentless, and we got to stand firm in our faith, right? Acting mature. Be courageous, be strong, and be continually motivated by love. Motivated by love because God is love and God loved us first and God gave us his kind of love. Right? The world needs love. You know, so many things are happening. So many people are broken. And we're like, how are we going to fix the homeless? And how are we going to fix the drug addicts? And how are we going to fix this? And it's like, we need love. It starts when they're children, and children need unconditional love. And, you know, it's not the parents' fault because nobody unconditionally loved them. And they didn't renew their mind to the word of God so that they could unconditionally love their kids. But not us, not here, not at Love Life. Come on, God's given us every ability and we're taking responsibility. We're taking responsibility to renew our mind. We're taking responsibility to trade our old way of doing things, our old definitions of love, and we're renewing our mind to God's way of doing things and God's definition of love, unconditional love, endless love, come on. And we're gonna dive into what love is and what God says that love is, right? because God loved us first and he gave us his kind of love. God's love has been poured out into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. And by faith, we are made right with God through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Has nothing to do with us. Has nothing to do with our actions. Has nothing to do that. We cute. It Has everything to do with Jesus. Has everything to do with the work of the cross. Has everything to do with our new covenant. We are new creations. Come on. Through the blood of Jesus, we have access into the glorious grace of God. And let me tell you, God's grace is sufficient. God's grace is more than enough. It doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter what has happened in your life. God's grace is more than enough. It's more than enough. And this is how we can stand firm. Stand firm. How many are ready to stand firm? When when times are great, it's not about you, it's all about God, stand firm. When times are horrible, it's not about you, it's all about God, stand firm, stand firm. This is how we can stand firm in times of trouble, in times of suffering, in times of distress, in times of pain, in times of hardship, because God's grace is sufficient. God's grace is sufficient, and God graced us for this race, and I believe that with all of my heart. God's grace is more than enough, and this suffering, come on, this pain, this pressure is only producing in me. It's only producing in me we got to remind ourselves and we got to tr- we got to ch- trade the victim mindset for a victorious mindset and remind ourselves and not allow a negative narrative to be repeating in our head we got to speak the word and have the word repeat in our head who we are and his grace is sufficient and that this suffering and pain and pressure is producing in me greater Patient endurance. Let's go. Right? We want to level up, go from level to level. Amen, right? And endurance, proven character. Come on. Proven character, spiritual maturity, and proven character, hope, and confident assurance of eternal salvation. Such hope, this hope in God's promises never disappoint. People disappoint us. Life disappoints us. We have bad hair days and we get disappointed. But God's word and God's love never disappoints, never fails, right? God's love never fails and it never disappoints us. God has graced us for the adversities that come in our life. And even when we choose them, he's graced you. His word is more than enough. In Christ Jesus, come on. In Christ Jesus, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You may have got yourself in this situation, but through Christ Jesus, he is strengthening you. Renew your mind to who you are in him. In Christ, we already have the victory. His grace and his loving kindness is more than enough. God's relentless love towards us. God loved us first. It's not about my works, it's not about my actions, it's not about me serving in church. it's not about me waking up, doing the 20 minutes, doing this, doing this, has everything to do. God loved me first. God loved me first, God loved me first, and only in that then you can love yourself. And only when you love yourself can you truly love others. Because when you don't love yourself, you cannot love nobody but a dog.) <laughs> <Or> <laughs> Some of the meanest people are so nice to dogs. You know, you're like, what the heck? I don't know. And that's a freebie. <laughs> you know why? Because so many people have been hurt. And the dog, the dog don't care. The dog don't care that you kicked it, he still loves you. The dog don't care that you don't care about it, he still loves you. That's why. Anyways, come on. God's love is relentless towards us, and that makes us unstoppable makes us fearless, victorious, secure, confident, right? makes us resilient. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 12, 9, but the Lord has said to me, oh, I love this. I love when Paul talks. But the Lord has said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. The Lord is saying to you, come on, my grace is, is sufficient for you. My loving kindness and my mercy are more than enough. They're always available, regardless of the situation, regardless if you you sabotaged yourself, regardless if you added up all this debt, regardless if, come on, regardless of the situation, his grace is more than enough. His mercy and loving kindness is more than enough, is always available, is always available. Available. For my power is being perfected and completed and shows itself most effective in your weakness. I hate that part. I hate weakness. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm resilient. I have all kinds of stuff. I'm like walking to the door, I'm like, no. Everybody's like, can I help you? Can I help you? No, no, no. I'm like, let people help you. And that's what I'm saying in my mind. It's just hard to do. (laughs) In my mind, if I give you one thing, then they're all going to fall. And that's how it goes. But you know what? You know how so empowering it is to give you one thing and you one thing and you one thing. And that's what truly makes us better together. I hear you, Lord. Right? His grace is sufficient. His power is effectively... At work in your weakness. Therefore, I will all the more be gladly boast in my weakness, so that the power of Christ may completely envelop me and may dwell in me. So I am well pleased with weakness. I am well-pleased with insult. I am well-pleased with distress. I am well-pleased with persecution. I am well-pleased with difficulties for the sake of Christ. For when I am weak in human strength, then I am strong. I am truly able. I am truly powerful. I am truly drawing from God's strength. That's when, when I'm weak in human strength, Come on, when I hit rock bottom, Jesus, Jesus, right? And he's more than enough, always available, right? You have the love of God, the power of God, the fullness of God, filled, flooded, and overflowing in you, available to you, Tap into it, come to know and personally experience it, right? Then you will be truly able, truly powerful, truly drawing. From God's strength. And this is why it's so important for every single one of us, young and old, to discover who we truly are in Christ Jesus. It has everything to do with your new identity. And that's why there's such an attack on identity. That's why there's such an attack on truth. That's why there's such an attack because when there's no ultimate truth and there's no identity, then then this is look around. And you can see why and what is happening. It is important for us. It's important as a church. It's important as parents to teach your kids who they are in Christ. To speak the I am's and speak the word over them every single day. And God is leaning in as you speak the word. He is leaning in. If you don't know the I am's, who you are in Christ, we have them available on our website, lovelife.church. Just go to like media, resources, and they're all there typed up ready for you. If you're here in the building, we have them printed out available at the foyer for you. You grab that piece of paper. Parents, I encourage you, speak those I am. Speak those I ams over yourself, over your spouse, over your children. There God is leaning in, leaning in. Come on, connecting, believing with you. Amen. It's so important for us to discover who we truly are. You are loved by God. You are chosen by God. God is love. Come on. And our faith is activated by love. So it's so important for us to get rooted and grounded in love. Rooted and grounded in not not just love, but in real love. In true love. In God's kind of love. Right? Right? What is love, you ask? Come on, let's, let's look to the word. Let's look to the spiritual mirror. If we want to see ourselves in the spirit, we need to look to the spiritual mirror. We look to the word, and the word tells us. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 13, If I speak with tongues of men and angels, but have not love for others, growing out of God's love for me, then I've only become the most annoying sound ever. A noisy gong or a clanging cymbal, just an annoying distraction. You know when people just being religious, they just out there trying to just, you know, get right, get left. Jesus is coming and you going to hell. What are they? They're just the most annoying noise ever. They're just the most annoying noise ever. Just loud, right? No, we don't want to become a noisy, an annoying distraction. We want to speak truth, and we got to speak the truth in love, right? we got to speak the truth in love. I've only become, and if, if I have the gift of prophecy, which we'd be like, whoa, somebody come here and prophesy, and speak a new message from God to the people and understand all mysteries and possess all knowledge. And if I have all sufficient faith so that I could say to South Mountain, to White Tanks, I could say to Camelback Mountain, move. And it just left. We'd be like, whoa, my gosh. We would all be filming. It would, it would just be like, it would go viral, right? If I could do that and if I could do that and if I could do this, right? But do not have love reaching out for others, then I am nothing. If I give all of my possessions to feed the poor, to feed the homeless, to, to home, uh, clothe everybody, if I give it all, and if I surrender my body as a, as a sacrifice to be burned, but I do not have love, it does me no good. God tells us what love is. Not the world, not our boyfriends and girlfriends, not the TV shows, right? Not, not, the, not the songs, not the music that makes you feel every way. Like what this telling us what love is. No, God tells us what love is. Love, y'all ready for love? Ready? Love suffers long. Put that in your vows. Find you someone you can suffer long with. Love suffers long, suffers long and endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful. It is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag and it's not proud and it's not arrogant. Love is not rude, it's not self-seeking, it's not provoked, it's not overly sensitive and eagerly and easily angered. Love does not take into account a wrong endured with every receipt and every detail and just let me pull it out of the file. Here it is. This is how you wronged me. This is what you said. This is what you're wearing. This is how your eyebrow look. I know. It all. No, that's not what love does. Right? Love does not rejoice at injustice, but rejoices with truth when right and truth prevail. Love bears all things Regardless of what comes, believes all things, looking for the best in each one, hopes all things, remains relentless during difficult times, endures all things without weakening. Love never fails, it never fades, it never ends. But as for prophecy, they'll pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for the gift of special knowledge, it will pass away. For we know right now in part, right? And we prophesy in part. For our knowledge is now incomplete. But, that, but when that which is complete and perfect comes, that which is incomplete and partial will pass away. You know, we're just trying to discover who we are. No, all that's going to pass away. All that struggle is going to pass away. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. And when I became a woman, come on, leveling up, I did away with childish things. For now, in this time of imperfection, come on, in this world, in this, in, uh, in this uh, season while we're here, We only see, as in a mirror, dimly a blurred reflection, a riddle, a puzzle. But then, when the time of perfection comes, we will see reality, true reality, our true self. I am a spirit, I have a soul, and I live in a body. The spirit is the real me, right? Then we're going to know our true, true selves, face to face. Now I know in part. Just in fragments, but then I will know fully, just as I have been fully known by God. And there remained faith, abiding trust in God and his promises, hope, confident expectation, of eter- confident, confident expectation of eternal salvation, love, unselfish love for others, growing out of God's love for me. These three are the special graces, but the greatest of these is love because God is love and God desires a love relationship with you. He desires to know you and to you to fully know him. Jesus said in John 15, nine, I have loved you the way my father has loved me. Make yourself at home in my love. How many are ready to make yourself at home in the love of Jesus. We're putting so much pressure to make ourselves at home in the love of others. So we need their affirmation. We need all of, and it makes us needy people. And when you're super needy, you have nothing to give. We need to make ourselves at home in the love of Christ. And then when you're filled and flooded, you have everything to give others, right? Make yourself at home in my love. If you keep my commandments, you'll remain intimately at home in my love. That's what I have done. I've kept the Father's commandments. Jesus did it all. He kept the Father's commandments and he made himself at home in his Father's love, right? So, we gotta live in love. We gotta abide in love. We've gotta dwell in love. We gotta remain in love. We gotta continue in love. We gotta stay in love. We gotta endure in love. We gotta be held by love, right? And we gotta let everything we do be done in love. Y'all ready for this? Love is a verb, love is an action. Love bears all things. Regardless of what comes, love believes all things. Come on, looking for the best in each one. Imagine if we started to apply this. We started to hear the word. You only believe the parts of the Bible you do. You only believe the parts of the Bible you act on. You, and then that's few things. They're like, whoa, that's scary. No, for real. Because you hear and do. And what you truly believe, you do. And that's what you live by. So we need to believe the word. We need to walk in love and our homes be filled with love that bears all things regardless, right? Our homes believe the best, that we believe the best in each other's. We believe the best in every sibling. We believe the best because if you think about it, your spouse has the best intentions. But sometimes it comes out the wrong way. And your children and your siblings, you have the best intention. You don't want any other siblings to be yours. You want yours to be yours, right? But we got to believe the best. They're looking after you, watching over you, thinking about you. Have your best at their heart. So we listen up. I thank God every day that I had a big sister named Chantel. Because God knew I was going to be buck wild. She'd be like, hey, that's too far. Hey, listen up. Hey. I'm like, what? And then every day I was thankful for her. So thankful. So very thankful. We need to be thankful for those who live in our house. It's time to start. You know what? They're the hardest to love because they're the one that test you. right? You don't got to love everybody out there. You can be all nice. You know, you got your phone voice to everybody at work. You got your, you know, your post. You know how people, like, they can post, like, it's it's just poetic. And you speak to them, and you're like, what? Like, no, let's have real conversations. Let's have deep conversations with those we love the most. Anybody have the hardest time saying I love you to those you love the most? But you can say I love you to everybody. Love you. I love you. Love you. And those you love the most, you're like, I love you." you. You, you I love. Is it just me? Like, I don't know if it's the way you trained or whatever, but it's like love ya. Sometimes you know I love you, right? I'll take a grenade for ya. We were on a walk. We were on a walk, we were on this like four-mile walk, and these teenagers, some girls come up, they're like in a golf car, and they are singing their heart out. They're saying, I'll take a grenade for ya. And they turn the corner and they see us. And they're hm. instantly silent. And then they pass away. And then I finished it for them. <laughs> and I was like, it was hilarious. But anyways, love believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. And love never fails. And Jesus is saying, abide in my love. And abiding in Jesus' love is abiding in his word, his way, his truth, his church, his power, his presence, his love, right? He said, F-, he said, follow me, right? Follow me, following his command to what? Love one another as I have loved you. Say, bear much fruit, win the lost, make disciples, live the abundant God kind of life, full of joy, Empowered by the Holy Spirit and fulfill purpose as a child of God and as a friend of Jesus. That's who we are and what we're supposed to do. Come on, Love Life Fam, be relentless. You gotta be relentless. This is our choice. You gotta choose to be relentless. It's not just gonna happen, right? Be relentless. Stand firm in your faith. Act mature, be courageous, be strong. And be continually motivated by love and inspired by God's relentless love for you. Always remember that he loved you first and he gave you his love and he empowered you with the Holy Spirit. And that's the only reason we can love others. Because he gave us that love. Come on. It's the fruit of the Spirit. That's how we love others. Not because we have to. But because we get to and we have something to give. And that's the love of Christ. And that's why the world is so desperate because they need us to rise up, level up walk in that confidence, walk in that security, right? Not being so petty about everything. No, we're just giving love out like confetti bombs. Boom, God loves you. Boom, God loves you. Life is supposed to be a party. Boom, God loves you. Life is worth living. Let's go. Boom, God loves you. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. And he abundantly poured his love in your hearts by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. I love you guys so very much. Did you guys receive something tonight? Come on. Believe for multiplication on that word zone. So in Jesus' name, love you. See you guys all here tomorrow at 7 p.m. Love you guys.